Trying to be doing that bullshit. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That's a good news. Um, guys, uh. Uh, the fellas really helped me out. They sent me a, a, a sample of some of their products. Don't forget to check out Stunting Like My Partners. Uh, it's this t shirt brand. It's black owned, it's veteran owned. Um, and their motto is uh, that, that they, they uh, I'm just going to read it directly, okay, so I don't get it wrong. It's a black owned, veteran owned t shirt brand that is committed to building a legacy by breaking emotional, mental, and financial poverty. Uh, that has previously plagued our lineage. Yeah, so, um, and they sent me some nice shit. Um, I enjoy it. I'm wearing it right now. I'm going to wear some more of their stuff on future episodes. And uh, yeah, so go check them out. Stunting like my partners, SLP, Stunting spelled with no G and partners spelled P O T N A S. Follow them on Instagram. I'm going to tag them in my stories. This episode will be out, yeah, Thursday. SLP. See, this is that's my see that's my problem with when you name when you start naming shit and spelling words different, it becomes harder to, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But SLP, they make dope shit. They sent me several things. I'm I, I'm I think I'm gonna wear the other things on on uh, subsequent uh, episodes. Um. Uh. But uh. But thanks. Shout out to SLP. Starting like my partners. Um. I'm gonna probably take a picture of this and post it so I can tag them in case you have. Trouble spelling stunting or partners. <laughs> um, and man, you 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 bombarded me with some uh, with these stories today, Rob. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. Actually, I do know where to begin. Right, the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah, we um, gotta do it. The the other goat, uh, Dave Chappelle. So we're we're so L.A. is in the midst of. Uh, the Netflix festival, the biggest comedy festival ever. Uh, right before that, I was at Moon Town. I mean, festival season is about to be crazy for comics. You know what I mean? Because you got South by, you got South by, you got Moon Tower, you got Netflix festival followed up by JFL, and so uh, that's just for laughs. And right now, we in the midst of the Netflix festival. This is week two. It's been amazing. My show sold out at the Elysian. Um, I've been on a couple other dope shows. I was on uh, uh, Jeremiah uh, Jeremiah's uh, uh, show last night. Um, what the fuck is the name of it again? Damn! Oh, stand up on the spot. Um, I was I did surrounded. Uh, I did. I, I believe I'm gonna be doing uh, by uh, uh, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee show. I'm gonna be doing Dusty Slay show. And then I'm going to be getting interviewed by David Letterman at the end of the uh, of the week, and I think that the next day is the last day of the festival. So we're in the middle of all that. It's been a lot of fucking great shows. I mean, that's just a handful of them. Uh, it's been a lot of great parties, after parties. Um, so I I am 100 percent convinced that all comedy related activities in LA are moving a little slower throughout the week because everyone's hung over or tired or drunk oh i forgot i did the table read of friday that's probably i think that's the most fun i've had so far at any festival um, um i did that it was seth rogan's thing it was for charity um they're doing like the day before they did a, they did the shrinkage episode of seinfeld and then i think yesterday they did uh clueless and i think today they're doing um uh I don't know Harry Met Sally or something like that, but it, look it up. People can find it on the yeah, internet. Yeah, you can find it on the internet. But it was all great. Anyway, last night, middle of the festival, someone decided to pay I think fourteen hundred dollars 
to $1,200 to sit in the front row to see Dave Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl. And then this motherfucker decided to run up on the stage and tackle Dave Chappelle. Now, perhaps he was just trying to give him a hug or, he, you know, maybe he was one of those crazy fans. Who was like, I just want your scent in my nostrils or whatever. But that's not how it was interpreted. And please believe that's not how it's going to be interpreted. You know, given the current climate, comedians being attacked on stage, because this is this is now the third this is the this is the third comedian I've heard being attacked on stage since Chris Rock was attacked on stage, and you know not at not anyone at the level of Chappelle, but still, motherfuckers, yo, we, we, it ain't going down. I'm trying, y'all, try, that dude got fucked up, which and I'm glad that's the message that was sent. He got, I mean, he really got folded up. First of all, there's a there's a picture of him. Um, if we could put it up, um, I, I'll yeah, uh, he, there's a picture of him getting into the ambulance. And his arm is bent the wrong way. His face is all <laughs> knotted up and swollen up in different directions. He looked like uh, he looked like the dude who was the dude from Goonies that was chained to the chair. Sloth. He looked like Sloth from Goonies, and his arm was bent the wrong way. And here's the wildest shit: he was still handcuffed. They this motherfucker's <laughs> this motherfucker's body parts was not facing the right directions. You understand what I'm saying? And the LAPD was like, "We ain't taking no chances." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dave Chappelle must be protected at all costs. Right, right. That, that, I don't understand why you have to handcuff a, a fucked up arm, but whatever. Um, but I'm glad that's the message that was sent. I mean, I mean, I don't know if that dude understood what he was getting himself into because I mean, not only does Dave Chappelle have his own security, um, I'm guessing the Hollywood Bowl probably has security. I mean, they were definitely slow to the punch because I don't understand how somebody could make it up on. Like maybe I could get if you were quick and and and, and athletic, how you could make it to the stage. But to make it all the way up on the stage and then get enough momentum to like try to tackle somebody, I, I don't know how he made it that far. But that, lessons have been learned, um, I suppose. Um, but but he did not hurt Chappelle, and then he proceeded to get his ass whipped by every comic that was up there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean it was you know it was Buster Rhymes was up there. I think Chris Rock was there. Um, I'm pretty sure Donnell Rollins was there. Like a whole, but it was a, but you know, it was, a, it was a lot of celebrities that's always around him and everybody got a foot in. I'm, I'm assuming. Um, the, also he's coming for Dave Chappelle who's yoked like a motherfucker. Right oh yeah. Now. Also Dave Chappelle's jacked. I mean, but he smoked cigarettes too. I mean, that's true. If you could, maybe if he hit the like if you knocked the wind out of him, he, <laughs> you know, all that muscle don't mean shit. But, um, but yeah, the thing, and the, and the thing is, man, you, you, the fact that you went after a, another a legend, because everybody was very, you know, everyone's very protective of Chris Rock. Like the like the way the way the comedy community felt after the Chris Rock thing, it was like that. People were itching for a chance. Like like for you to go after Chappelle is is insane. Obviously, like like say say the Chris Rock thing had never happened. That dude, I'm sure he would have probably still gotten tackled and arrested but he wouldn't have got fucked up like he got folded up because there's this extra uh um this extra mandate to like protect our own i mean some people do see that don't see there's a lot of there's a lot of comics out there now that are anti-comedy fuck those people i don't get i don't get i don't get i don't get that you know what do you what do you mean anti-comedy there are comedians there are comics that are anti-comedian where it's like they they're trying you know people are trying to be the the best way I could put it is the best the best way that I put it is like it's people that want to be it's people that want to be a player and a referee you know what I mean 
they want to referee comedy and decide who's worthy and who isn't and who should who should be canceled and who shouldn't be and what's allowed to be said and it's like those people I don't they're not in the tribe they're in some other they're on some other shit they they trying like I'm saying they they, trying they to put have, themselves outside of the tribe though because well, right, they're they, trying they, to gatekeep they, they trying to have their foot in in both worlds you know and it's like uh, and don't get me wrong it, there's nothing wrong with calling somebody that's a piece of shit a piece of shit whether they're comic or not but to be in this concerted effort to convince the world that comedy is this like corrupt thing where everyone's a rapist and a murderer and a drug dealer is like that's 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 insane 90 99% of comedians are fucking decent people that's just trying to tell their jokes you know what i'm saying and it's like uh, i forget like when bill burr was like yo if i if i if i lined up a thousand plumbers like five of them are rapists you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's like comedy isn't infested with with evil people that's weird that's weird to to, to perpetuate that and the thing is it's usually people that aren't funny Mm-hmm. I think that's a. I think that's a. That's a strong. There's a couple people that are funny. I ain't gonna. I, Cause I ain't gonna lie. On, I ain't gonna lie on the mic. Like if you funny, I, I'll give it up to you. But most of the people that want that's, that's trying to like, you know, most of the people that that, that you know that, that that saw the slap and were like happy about it and call themselves comedians. It's like those people aren't funny. I mean, yeah. I've, I've, I rarely meet one that is funny. And usually, if they're funny, they're bitter about something. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like anyway. Um, um, I'm glad that this dude got folded up. <laughs> I hope the next dude gets it worse. You know what I mean? Because you know it's like not everybody is as protected as Chappelle, right? But, but uh, I I don't understand what this guy's plan was because he apparently had a fake gun on him that had oh, a knife in it. I don't know. Like, man. what the fuck is that about? I don't know what his plan. I don't. I don't think he had a plan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if plus plus it's like. You know, I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm guessing maybe he was on drugs, yeah. or maybe he was having some kind of psychotic break or something, or something. I don't know, man. Because, because okay, okay. So you have a, you have a. I didn't know it was a fake gun, but so you have a. You have that, a, that, that's just what I read in the article that I that I saw, which was the. Um, I think it was the Deadline article mentioned okay, that. Okay, yeah. You but know who knows? Who, who know? I mean, but but the point is, you have weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how to, how you didn't get get it off is crazy to me. Like, was your plan to tackle him and then stab him with your fake gun knife? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do, and, and I'm sure we're going to find out uh, soon enough. Yeah, more shit will come out about yeah, this. I mean, that dude's his trial is going to be uh, definitely publicized. At least it's going to be followed by somebody. I mean, goddamn, he got fucked up. Um. You know, and I'm sure he's banned from the Oscars too, in case y'all um, <laughs> care about that sort of thing. But his name was Isaiah I, I, Lee, 23 years old. 23 years old. I don't know, man, because I don't know what the kids be on, man. That's that's because those are young and activities. Maybe he on that water. You know what I mean? That love boat. <laughs> you know, them, them, maybe out there on them Sherm sticks, PCP. <laughs> Who knows? Because this doesn't seem like the sort of thing where he was thinking at all. Uh, yeah, it seems like there's no real angle here. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, like I said, maybe he was just a huge. Maybe, look, maybe he's just the type of motherfucker that just walks around with a gun and a knife. True. And maybe he was just a huge fan. You know, like you know how you see people used to see Michael Jackson and they would pass out and shit. Yeah. It's like maybe he just was so overwhelmed with. Because that's another thing too. What what I'll say is like sometimes people will. 
a normal person will get because 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 you know the door guys. If you've ever been a door guy at anything, a comedy club, a concert, anything where celebrities are involved, you'll know that like normally well-behaved people will get into a situation where they have the opportunity to see, touch, talk to the a person that they're a big fan of, and and there's something about the rarity of the situation that makes them completely like fuck the rules like you know they see they see the rope that they're not supposed to cross but they also see rihanna yeah and they're like when am i ever gonna see rihanna again it like short circuits your brain so fuck this rope you know what i'm saying it's it's that kind of thing it's like you know it's just like it's just like you like you see people at at these at these black friday things when they open the door and it's like it's like no like if it was a if it was on wednesday they would never have put have drop kicked a child yeah, but but now it's like they when are they gonna get a deal like this? They'll, they'll break an old lady's leg to get right. that Costco so TV. It, may, may, maybe it was that. I'm just trying to make sense of it. I'm not, I'm not trying to make excuses for the guy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I have no idea what the fuck he was trying to accomplish. I mean, because it doesn't seem like he was trying to kill him. That's what I'm saying. Because it seems like if that was his goal, he would have got the knife off. We got to see. We got at least a stab in. So I don't think I don't know if he was trying to harm him. Um. You know, because all the videos I see aren't, it's just a little bit. It's not, you know. It's just a tiny snippet, and it's a cell phone camera. I mean, that right. ca- that captures it. Right. And But also, to my next point, who the fuck had a cell phone in the Hollywood Bowl? Why are these people always getting rewarded for filming <laughs> shit? <laughs> fuck you, dude. I can't stand it. It's like, comments go out of their way to protect their shit because we don't have intellectual property or whatever it's really an honor business yeah you know there's nothing to stop you from stealing material from people there's nothing to stop people from you know recording you and bootleg so it was like we now we got to put our fucking phone phones in the bag i once caught a bitch this and this was this was when i was a door guy like at, at, at the club in san diego i called a lady that and, and i forget who the comic was it was it was like guy it was a big black comic it was guy tory or dl hughley or somebody like that and she had she had like a special purse where it, if she just carried her purse it was a camera in the purse recording she was literally recording the show like video and all from like a real camera in her purse and the only reason Some fucking she, spy shit yeah and the only reason she got caught is because she was acting weird she with it you yeah. know what i mean it was like she was she was she was she was positioning it like a camera and not like a purse. It was like, right, what is right, that right. bitch doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> and and finally one of the one of the waitresses like caught her. You know what I mean? It was like, wait yeah. a minute, she has a camera in her purse. I'm like, what? Yeah, so it's like and people don't they don't care. Like they don't care what they they don't care what they're taking from you. Like they claim to be a fan of yours. Right. But they don't care what you're losing as a result of what of their behavior. But to what end? Like getting a terrible camera phone recording of a DL Hughley set. Oh, because guess a- what? If everybody else followed the rules and no one else has it, then fucking TMZ or the Observer or one of these fucking yeah, papers will give true. you a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's true. You know that's I mean? true. Or you can post it on TikTok and go viral. Yeah. You know, and, and Or if or if the person on stage fucks up. Or yeah. somebody you rushes the stage and, like, and, and, and tries to stab him with a fake yeah. gun, then you, got, you nothing, got the Bro, there's the nothing worse than motherfuckers, you know, calling out your punchlines and shit. You know, while you're trying to do your act, it's like, like, stop doing that shit, you fucking piece of shit. Anyway, we spent a lot of time on that one. Um, I think everybody knows how I feel about it. It ain't even something we got to... 
really go in depth about, right? Because it's true. I hate everyone involved except the <laughs> comics, you know. Um, so everybody's a villain except for the comedians that stomped his ass. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, and Buster Rhymes was there too. Um, who's also huge. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, that, yeah. That dude was in a he was in a whole wrong situation. I don't even know what. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I don't even know what the right situation was because I don't know what he was trying to do. It's also Jamie Fox was up there too. Oh yeah, Jamie Fox. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about Jamie, but yeah, it was it was. A, it he was, basically picked a fight with like three of the most ripped black dudes in Hollywood. Right yeah, now. <laughs> he picked a fight with three of the most beloved comics and dieseled out motherfuckers yeah, and Chris Rock was up there so it's like it's like yeah it was like maybe maybe this is what he wanted maybe he was trying to get his ass whooped maybe maybe death by comic maybe a new thing ooh um so okay into it to pay 140 141 million dollar settlement over free TurboTax ads run this run this down Rob so by law, TurboTax, well, Intuit, which owns TurboTax, okay. they are uh, required to offer free uh, services to taxpayers so that most people can do their taxes for free. Um, and they don't like that, right? Because they make billions of dollars selling the software for people to do their taxes and for CPAs to do other people's, ta- uh, other people's taxes. Okay. So... Um, what they do is they satisfy the letter of the law by making certain types of services free, but then they advertise them incorrectly or they trick you into thinking that what you're using is the free service. And then after you've spent an hour doing your taxes on the free service, they spring it on you that you've actually been using the paid service the entire time. So then they have you over a barrel because either you can start over all over again in a new thing and try to f- make sure that you're using the free service or you can just fucking pay them and be done with it. Pay them what? I mean, it depends on what services you're using. But oh, I mean, for wow. some for some people, it's 100 bucks. For some people, it's way more than that, you know? So so they ended up, um, uh, there was a ProPublica report about it in 2019 that uh, exposed all of this. And um, there was a class action lawsuit, um, and then there was also regulatory action taken against them. And now there is a one hundred forty million dollar, one hundred forty one million dollar settlement. Now, I look at one hundred forty one million dollars. I don't think it's enough. I think it should be. Of course, it isn't enough. Ten times that. Because everybody at least TurboTax, what they what they gonna get a dollar? Yeah, it doesn't. I hate this shit. There's nothing worse than somebody. And then you get one of those letters. It's like you're part of a. You could be part of this class action lawsuit. You know. You know, because I've I've taken the time to fill out one of those letters before. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were exposed to some harmful chemical or something, and and or something was illegally done, and you and you you're entitled to this, and you fill it out, and you go through all the shit, and then you get a check for like three dollars. Yeah, you know, and it's like that, that's nothing to them. In no. fact, I'm almost sure that a lot of the big companies they budget in the lawsuits absolutely like they know okay whatever because we still made we still made a billion dollars who gives a fuck we gotta pay 131 million i mean same same thing happens with like fedex right where they'll they they will uh double park their cars and they just treat it as a line item when they get tickets because obviously you don't get a ticket every single time they double park right right but they so they work into it like well how much what percentage of the time that we double park 
do we get a ticket? What's the average cost of that ticket? Yeah. And then how much time does that save for people not for the delivery drivers not to be looking for parking? You know why too is because the, and I fa- I found this out the hard way is they get paid so they have they have deals with Amazon and Walmart and Best Buy and the biggest online retailers, but Amazon being the number one, but they have deals about the percentage of packages that get delivered on time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they have to be over, it has to be like over 80 or 90% for them to get up the bonus. Right, right, right. So a lot of times, that's why sometimes you'll be like waiting for a package and, it'll, and, and then it'll, it'll say that they that they missed you even though you were right there and no one drove by it's because they'll just lie and say they, they did shit it. happens all yeah, the time and then you get it the next day you know or you get it some other, some random other time and I, I've also had it where it's like I'll, I'll get the the text alert saying like oh your package has been delivered and I'll go outside and there's nothing there and then like an hour later I'll go back outside and I'll see that the package is there now and oh, it's yeah. obviously that they've just they were in the neighborhood they're delivering all the packages they just mark all of them as delivered Yep. Right then, and then they're still going around putting them. Out. I mean, honestly, I'm fine with that as far as like delivery driver. I know delivery drivers are just trying to, you know, make they're trying to clear as many packages as possible. Nah, it's not I, their fault. I'm not it's fine the, with that shit because because this this is what happened to me one day. I'm saying I'm saying I don't blame the delivery driver. Yeah. I'm saying I blame the company uh, that forces them. Nah, to do that. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's it's their responsibility. Um, but I remember. Um, I drove by a, uh, I mean, I ordered something that was expensive from Amazon. Mm-hmm. It was my first time ordering something really expensive from Amazon. And, um, and it was in that, and I got a message saying it was delivered. And so I thought it was one of those situations was like, oh, well, they're saying they delivered it, but it'll be here like whatever today, sometime today. And then, and it never came. And, and mm-hmm. the next day it didn't come. And then I called Amazon and they were like, um, well, yeah, sometimes that happens. So if it doesn't come tomorrow, call us back. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so I called, so it didn't come the next day and I called him back. And then it was this whole dispute because he had taken a picture of it and it, and it was in front of, it was in front of a door that looked like my door, but it, but the, but you couldn't see the address. And I was like, so now I'm thinking because this is this, this was it was it, this was it was a cell phone, okay. and 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 now, so now I'm thinking, okay, this motherfucker stole my shit. So like, because I go online and I'm like, who been in this situation? You know, and you so you you start finding the subreddits and motherfucking everything else, and 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 so I'm thinking, oh, they they tried to steal my shit, you know. And it, anyway, long story short, it turned out that they'd actually delivered it to the lady underneath me. Mm. And she didn't speak English, and so she ain't know where to take it until her granddaughter came over to visit. So it took me like five days to get this right this thing, you know. And I spent like seven hundred dollars on this phone, you know. Right, and, and lots of time on the phone trying. Right, to- lots of time on the phone, and them them like they don't they like act like it's you, right? You know what I mean? And is that is that, is that sort of thing? So, and, and another thing I've learned too is like if you order anything that needs to be refrigerated, like if you order food, like if you get one of those. You know, steak subscriptions or seafood subscriptions like that. That you're gonna constantly not be getting your shit because nobody wants to deliver it because like you know it's a different truck or something that they got. I don't know what the fuck it is, but they will they will constantly delay, 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 and you will get your shit at the last possible right 
um, time that before it expires on or there's oil. spoilage they have ice packs that can melt or cause condensation oh, they, they, they pit they rat they piss me off. And, and where I live now because sometimes too it's like it's contracted out or or it's it's a regional thing where like some FedEx regions operate like clockwork and some are like just trash mm-hmm. and where I live now in North Hollywood it's trash like our FedEx person will will literally just like sometimes I'll come home and there's 10 stickers on the front door of try to deliver. And, and here's why that's bullshit is because our door is a, it's a coded door, the front door. Mm-hmm. So, and it's an apartment building. So it's like, so it's like what this man wants, every, what they want you to believe is that this guy walked up to all the apartments, did not put the try to deliver sticker on those. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then walked outside and left them all in one place. No, this motherfucker just pulled up, put them stickers up because it's because that way your shit gets get taken to like a like a CVS or something up the street or right or, or something. And you got to go get. So he only has to make one stop and right. drop off everything. He can drop of, off a hundred packages exactly at the CVS or the Whole Foods or whatever. And, and here's was here's why that infuriate. And I blame the drivers for this. Yeah, yeah. Here's why it infuriates me is because when that happens. You can't go get it that day. No, they have because they have it in the back, right? And then you got to wait till the next day because they have to go. They have to scan. They it have. They have here. to process it there, right? And then put it at the pickup. So, so they, so they kind of screw you when it, if it's something important. You know what I mean? And they, and they don't know how what's important. So, and, and maybe that's still on the company too. But still, some of the, some of the drivers are trash people too, and they don't care what that's how true. it's inconveniencing you or whatever. Okay. So what's the next uh, story we got here? I want to talk about the guy that's tore his lung while masturbating. Oh hell yeah, let's talk about that. Um, a, <laughs> a man tore his lung from masturbating. Doctors say it seems to be the first documented case of masturbation causing this rare, but usually not serious injury. Usually, usually not serious. Um. A young man's session, his little masturbation sesh, uh, inadvertently led to him spending almost a week in the hospital. In a recent case from Switzerland, doctors, you know, and the Swiss are usually so efficient, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, doctors detail how a 20 year old ended up, damn, 20. See, I thought this was going to be like a 13 year old boy or four. Because, you know, when you first figure out what that you can do it, you, you go a little crazy. Um, that's why I never shake hands with a with a 13 to 15 year old boy it's just filthy filthy don't creatures. touch them they're disgusting yeah um and he ended up with it with with air leaking into his chest after some seemingly innocent self-love fortunately the injury wasn't severe and he recuperated just fine according to the report published by uh, radiology case reports the man visited the emergency room with stabbing chest pain and trouble breathing man that must have been some nut they they haven't they haven't they didn't. Oh, he, wait a minute. The man only had a history of mild asthma and denied any other known risk factors. So, near as I could tell, his masturbation had to be the culprit. Um. So the 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 condition is pneumomediastinum, which is that's literally like air being uh, leaking into the space between your chest cavity and your lungs. Uh, so you can get that condition from essentially any sort of vigorous exercise or anything like that because it's essentially your you tense up your muscles in your chest and uh it stretches the the lungs too quickly and creates like a little tear in them mm. so 
uh, this guy was furiously masturbating and uh, ended up. It's, it's 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 the equivalent of like pulling a muscle, but it just it rips what? your, your <laughs> rips your lungs. Hey man, I mean, listen. Of all the parts of your body involved in masturbating, I feel like you got off easy on, on what could have torn or not. You know what I mean? True. Some people fucked their dicks up. Yeah. Hey man, it must be that new VR porn. These kids, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I want to know what he was looking at. Yeah, they don't see. They don't. Why don't? Why don't? Why hasn't someone interviewed this man? Hopefully, he doesn't ask me anything on Reddit, and we'll 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 get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I, I, I big ups to this guy though for just being honest with the doctor. Just admitting, yeah, I was. You know, were we yeah. working out? No, I was jerking off. That's the hardest thing to do is to be, to be honest with a doctor because sometimes it's like doctors don't listen to like. Um, I I remember uh, being being at the VA and. Um, and trying to get it, trying to get S- my STD test or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, they, you know, the doctor was like, "Yeah, can we go, uh, you get a full panel STD test for for your family." And uh, and then you know, six months later, I'm back at the doctor, and I'm like, "Okay, can I, you know, can I get um, another STD test?" And she's like, um, "Oh yeah." And I was like, "I never got the result to the last one." She was like, "Well, usually if you don't hear anything, that means you 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 clean or whatever." And she so she but she looks it up and she's like yeah so you know um, no um, no gonorrhea um, no syphilis no chlamydia and I was like I don't know if those are exact diseases she said but I was like well what about the rest of the diseases she's like what do you mean I was like you said it was a full panel test I and I'm and I thought that meant everything. You know, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, no." I was like, "What disease you want to get tested for?" I was like, "HIV." I'm surprised they didn't do HIV. No, it was not one of the full panel tests. Like, I I understand. Like, like apparently, like um, they don't test men who are asymptomatic for HPV anymore because the false po- there's too many false positives with that test. Oh, so there's certain things, but HIV absolutely no, people she need goes, to get tested. And this is an old lady, so she goes. She goes, well, um, are you a homosexual male? And I was like, why? I was like, why the fuck does that matter? HIV can. It's like she was like stuck in like the nineties or something. That's crazy. It's like, it's like, yeah, and she wouldn't give it. She wouldn't give me the test. Like, I, like basically, I had to, I had to, I had to come back the next time when I'm dealing with another doctor, and basically, and basically had to tell her like, listen, I. I roll around butt naked in piles of needles <laughs> in the alleys of Los Angeles. Let me have a fucking HIV test, please. Yeah. So doctors, a lot of times, it's hard to be honest with them because you don't know. Well, the VA's trash. You know, that's a whole other thing. Right. Um, I mean, you can you can go get tested for free at some places, especially in L.A. Like I, I used to go get tested uh, at uh, out of the closet, which is like a. Um, uh, not a consignment shop, like a thrift store, right? There's a whole right. bunch of them throughout LA, and they have like a, you can get tested for free for HIV, and I think a couple of other things. So there are like some places, but it sucks to have to deal with the actual healthcare providers, you know. And they do the rapid, like the the quick one too, where it's like they they. Oh yeah, they can tell you. They can tell you like yeah. within 15 minutes. Oh, not the old oh. veterans administration. <laughs> you know what I mean? They probably still. <laughs> I don't know. Still injecting they, rabbits and seeing if yeah, they die they or some shit. Still doing whatever they whatever they was doing in the nineties. That's probably what they do. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. motherfuckers don't even have like their computer still on Windows XP and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't care. They don't. They don't care to be like up to date. It, 
it's it's almost like the VA is run by like ten people that like like um like like what what was that movie where um with the vampire hunter chick the chick that was like fighting Underworld Underworld it's like Underworld where it's like they wake somebody new up every six months to run the VA <laughs> that's what it feels like you know like this is some old person they they fucking bring out a deep sleep to like just change everything back so that's what it, it just feels like this amalgamation of like and these underground sarcophagi that they just pull out of the earth yeah but it, but that's what it feels like it feels like there's five different people's ideas you know uh-huh. and there's but then the most powerful person is like some old dude that's like well I still like my fucking printer from that has the perforations on the side I feel like the VA nobody wants to be there the patients don't want to be there the doctors don't want to be there the nurses don't want to be there the administrators don't want to be there nope like the front, nope that, the front that's people don't want to be there nobody's happy to be at the VA nobody's dealing with because like I mean I talk about it all the time but it's a it's 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 a cycle right yeah because what because and and and, and it's a cycle and everybody's everyone's wrong Except the doc, it's a cycle, and everyone's wrong, but the doctors are the most wrong people, to me. But but what it is is that the the veterans go there for treatment, and they're they're dealing with a lady. Like eighty percent of the people you deal with have a fucking attitude problem, and the people that are the people that are that don't are new, mm-hmm. and and so the veteran that's been dealing with the bitch with the attitude this whole time coming in hot you know what I mean mm-hmm. like do you, you get in the slightest bit of feeling like you giving them the run around or whatever and they fucking got attitude with you so then those new people that were all optimistic about it are like all these motherfuckers are entitled assholes so then they start treating you like that yeah and then a motherfucker like me who I like I was like I've never been in the VA before I come in there and I get into the bitch that's decided fuck me you know fuck veterans and so now I'm dealing with her and that's the that's the energy I'm getting and so now I'm like, man, fuck all these people. So the next time I come in, I get the little slightest thing. Fuck you, bitch. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> it's this it's this whole cycle. Now the doctors have no fucking reason to be having an attitude with their patients, you know. And and and, and I, don't get me wrong, I've had great doctors at the VA. Yeah. I've had no, that's not true. I've had I've had three great doctors out of maybe nine. Yeah, the rest of them are trash. And it all and sometimes it depends on the region you in, and and the department you're dealing with. You know, because I, I was going to ask, is there a difference between like, because I, I, I have a friend who was a psychiatrist at the VA. Uh, no, the, then, no, the psychiatrist, is, the psychiatrist is cool. Okay. They always cool. Yeah. Like the powerful doctors are cool. They're like, because the, they're the experts. They run and shit. It's, the specialists and shit. Yeah, the specialists. They... I, when when you run into a specialist, they cool because they badass. They good at what mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. Like when you know, I've ran every time I had to deal with a specialist, it's never it's never bad, except. The sleep doctor, I and I will go to my graves. The sleep department and the sleep clinic, which for some reason are two different things, at the <laughs> VA in Los Angeles, West LA is trash. The people that run it are trash. The doctors are all trash. They have a fucking shitty attitude, and the only reason they even treated me remotely correct is because I got my advocate involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, they, yeah. they are fucking trash people. This bitch, I remember when I first got my CPAP machine. And uh-huh. and you have to go back for like a checkup or whatever. So they they purposefully over schedule. So so you if you schedule an appointment at the sleep with the sleep uh, department, they will or the sleep clinic. I, I I get them confused, but they they both trash. But if you schedule an appointment there, you know. So say they have twenty five um, slots. Yeah, they will schedule forty people. 
What the fuck? So, see, so the time they tell you to be there don't even fucking matter because you're going to be waiting around for hours and hours and hours anyway. I, yeah, my appointment was at 11. I got there at 1030. I ain't seen anybody until 3 o'clock. It was that what kind of shit. What the fuck? Yeah, and then you walk in and they got a fucking attitude. Everybody had an attitude. The bitch at the front desk, the nurse, the, the, and the doctor, right? It was, only, it was only, it was like one cool, nice nurse up there. And anyway, I, I finally get in to see the doctor. It's like planes oversell, it's like uh, airlines oversell the planes, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's, be, it's because of the way they, they, they do it. Like, cause I guess the sleep doctors move around. Because it's not enough of them, mm-hmm. so they all come to see everybody all at once at each thing. Oh, so right, right, right. So, um, so I get in there, and so what's supposed to happen is you you get a sleep study. They see how bad your shit is. They program your machine. They give it to you, and that, that was a whole other nightmare that I don't have time to go into. And and so you use it for a couple months, and then you go back. And if if you have any other problems, you're supposed to do another sleep study, but with the machine this time to see like, you know, if it's if there's additional shit going mm-hmm. on, right? So that was my problem is I I got the machine, and I was finally getting more productive sleep, but I wasn't getting a lot of sleep. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't sleeping. You know, I was only sleeping three four hours at a time. And but you so, were staying asleep. During that time, I was staying asleep during that time, and I was waking up feeling more energized than before, right? And, um, and they and they have a little chip. They have a somehow they have unlimited cell phone service, but there's a little chip that connects to a cell tower, and it basically tells them all your usage statistics and, okay, you know, whenever how many incidents of breathing and shit that you have, and all of this shit. So, so I get there, and she's like, "So is there? So is this? You have, you know, how's everything going?" I'm like, "I mean, it's going great. I mean, it's the it's the best thing that's happened to me because I haven't, I guess, I'm I haven't been sleeping for a decade. You know, and this was right. great, right? And um, and uh, and but you know, I'm I'm not sleeping as much as I would like to. Like, I still be waking up pretty quickly. <laughs> and she looks in the machine. She's like, "Yeah, so it looks here like you only using the machine." Like, you know, for a few hours every night or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So I would like to schedule another sleep study so I can see if, like, maybe there's some other issue while I'm not sleeping as much. And she was like, well, we're going to need to get this up to at least six. Well, And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, are you telling me that I need to sleep more before we find out why I'm not sleeping? <laughs> She's like, yeah. Like, I don't, even if you got to just turn it on during the day. I was like... But what, what, what would be the point of that? She was just being a bitch. Cause, cause I ain't even matching her tone. Her tone was like, that's what the fuck I said. You know what I mean? It was that kind of shit. So, so, so then I leave her office and you, and so you have to go talk to the, the nurse was dope. You gotta go talk to the, the supply nurse or whatever and she give you new, you know, tubes and all this other shit. Right, right, right. She's the one to deal with the actual machine. And, uh, and, and we chopping it up cause she's nice or whatever. And, the, and that same fucking cunty doctor, Walks in and gives this and gives this lady a look like I can't even explain it, but you know when you see somebody in an abusive situation, where it's like I yeah. can tell like she's abusive to this lady because this lady's like very sweet and she's the only sweet person in this whole fucking place. Right, right, and right. She was kind of looking at her like I told you, fucking chatty ass Kathy or whatever. Like, let's move it. What, the a, fuck what along. a fucking what a what a bedside Man, manner. She was so fucking evil. I wish I wish I would have. T- so now from now on, when I go when I talk to the doctors and pr- I tape I tape everything they say to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck that bitch. One of these days, I'm going to burn you down, bitch. <laughs> They're not on your side. No. You know? And this is things like, they sometimes like, they act like it's their money. Right. They act like it's their stuff. Like, right. <laughs> well, I don't want, 
I don't want to give you. And keep in mind, man, I, I, once I finally realized what was wrong, it still took me almost three years to get to the machine. Right. You know, and, and I mean, down to when, so when I did the sleep study, so when I did the sleep study, when I, when they finally let me do it, it still took another like nine months for me to get my machine. Because because they kept telling me that they didn't have the results because they had to they had to send me to an outside clinic, so it's, it's this thing at the VA where like if you if the appointment that's available is more than you know x x amount of months out, then they'll pay for you to go to an outside doctor or an outside thing. Uh-huh. Okay, then what they don't tell you is that they still get to pick that person and it's still going to take a long ass time anyway. Right. So I think instead of instead of me having to wait three months, I waited two months for this appointment. And it was and it was an outside clinic, but then they kept saying they didn't receive the results. Right? And then finally when I so then months and months and months go by and finally I'm like, I get my rep to call. Oh, they they sent the results immediately. So it was like they just was bullshitting the whole time. Because you know, cause especially because at that time I was in I was in a homeless shelter and they think that it's like they you know, their attitude is like, What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. You're not important, no one gives a fuck about you. Like we we get to it when we get to it. Like, that was their whole attitude. Right. Yeah, they're trash. <laughs> they're trash people. It's the same it's the same shit with like Kaiser with um trying to get treatment for like depression or ADHD or anything like that where yeah. they, they put these roadblocks and it's all catch twenty twos because like to get the ADHD meds, you have to get tested by an outside clinic so that they can di- they can say that you have ADHD, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't go get tested unless your depression is under is quote unquote under control, right? But it's kind of difficult to get your depression under control yeah, when it, it, if you have ADHD it's untreated. and it's untreated. Right. So they they do put they put you in this bind and it's kind of like okay, well go fuck yourself. That's yeah. that's their answer. And this, that's why every veteran listen, any you know how you hear these stories like every once every once in a while you'll hear like some veteran went up and shot up a clinic or they though they blew their brains out in the parking lot or whatever. And it's like and to the average person they go Oh no, that's what every veteran is like. I get it. Yep, I totally get why. Because I, you know, and I, I'm, I'm not happy when those things happen. No, but you I understand. Get, I get it. I get the temptation to go up there and be like, I will kill everybody in this motherfucker if I don't get my medication. <laughs> I, yeah. I get that sentiment for sure. <sighs> anyway, like I said, the, the VA is a vagina with teeth. <laughs> There's good shit in there, but yeah. Um, okay, let's do one more before we get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, you want to do the home that sold for that had a had a person living in the basement? Okay, yeah, because this is okay. This this reminded me. I immediately thought of the uh, the first season of Ozark. Sure. Um, because that's kind of the situation they had when they moved into that house, and there was already somebody living there. Like that was the deal, though. It's like yeah, so a home in Fairfax, Virginia. I used to live there. Uh, sold for eight hundred and five thousand uh, dollars. But the caveat is, it comes with a stranger living in the basement. <laughs> so apparently, the people that own the house well, it was an old man living there. He died. He, so okay, let me start over. It was an old. There was an old man living in this house. And someone helped him clean the house years ago. 
And then he found out she ain't had nowhere to stay. So he let her and her daughter move into the basement. Then he died. Well, he was about to die. Well, he's about to die. And no, isn't he dead? He's dead by now, right? He's dead by now. But at the time when they sold it, he was he was on his deathbed, and the his uh, the people who were going to inherit it were trying to sell it. Right. So he was dying. Yeah. He was dying, and his family's trying to sell it, but the chicken in the basement wouldn't move out. Correct. And they didn't have the money without without selling the house. They didn't have the money to do an eviction. Because they aren't property owners, and she ain't been paying rent. Correct. Right? So she living, so, so then someone, someone agreed to buy it with, the, with her living in the basement. I'm sorry, man. Nah, bitch, you got to get out. And I, and whatever we got to do to get you up out of here, because so apparently in Virginia, squatters rights don't take over unless you've been living there for 15 years, and you haven't, you've made no attempt to hide the fact that you live in there. So, so I'm guessing their only barrier to entry is eviction, because that is, that that can be expensive. Yeah, but uh, and time consuming. Yeah, but I but but this is what I don't get. There are how do I put it? Extra legal landlord methods to encourage someone to leave. And I know because the landlords out here in L.A., the trash landlords out here, they will use them all the time because 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 I don't and I don't know what it's like in Virginia, but 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 in most places I've lived, the law is really, really, really stacked in the landlord's favor. So I don't know how these people are having trouble getting this bitch to move out. She doesn't get squatter rights, Uh, but but they do they do say it's it's just the, the money thing. Because yeah. they aren't property on like, like they don't make money off property. They don't know what to, how to do all of this. I'm sure that because she doesn't pay rent, they, they're not making money off the house till they sell it. What are the new people supposed to do? How you oh. gonna how you gonna have another whole person living a whole family other family living in your house paying no rent? I think once the the new owners take control of the property, then they are going to initiate eviction proceedings. Well, they the, still the thing the is they still have to. So apparently the house needs a lot of work. Yeah, it's not ready. It's not livable. No, right. So I mean, what are they doing? Do they got electricity? They got running water? I mean, what's going on? The well, apparently they have electricity and running water and stuff like that. But uh, the house itself is sort of falling apart. It it said in the it said in the ad that it needed about it needed about twenty five thousand dollars of TLC. But other people are looking at the pictures and saying, mm, no, this is. This is at least twice that to fix all this stuff because they have like rotting window frames. Yeah, and, stuff and the house like was that. built in like 1949 or something. Yeah, and it's in Virginia, which I mean, Virginia will eat up a house. Yeah, so um, I don't know how to feel about. I mean, I do know how I feel about this. I, no, I don't. Because what do you? Because okay, put, put, I'm trying to put myself in this lady's perspective. She's living in this house. She ain't been paying rent for however long. Um, is it? Is it, is things it, aren't going good for her if she's been living rent free in this in this crappy house for three years in the basement, I right? Mean, and she still can't afford to leave. Yeah, right. And so, and she has a, a daughter. Yeah. So, you know, is 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 it morally quite you know repugnant? Was that the, did I use that right? I did. Yeah. Ding, repugnant. <laughs> um, she. Is it morally repugnant for her to survive? Because 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 there's always a piece of me that 
empathizes with the person that's just trying to survive. Yeah, it's hard you know? to take the side of a landlord. I mean, who, you know what I mean? Landlords are scum. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like he he wasn't he wasn't really a landlord. He let her live in his basement for free. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? For years. And and also, if he was still alive, she it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, true. So, you know, I, you know, what was his intention? See, because when I first saw the, the the headline, I thought it was like in his will that like she gets to stay there or something. Yeah. What I, what I would have liked to have seen is I would have liked it to be something more along the lines of they would let her stay there. But she has to like fix the house or something, like clean the house. Because apparently the house is a mess anyway, right? And so if she's getting to stay, she was getting to stay there rent free because she helped clean it. It's like, well, she didn't do a very good job because the place is a is a pigsty. But I would like her to be able to like pay and trade basically to to stay there or something. And maybe they can rent it out instead of selling it. Who knows? I just wish there was some other solution rather mm. than sell the place and then have her evicted. Because I never want to see anybody evicted. You know, but also if you're not paying rent and utilities, I mean, true. I mean, how how are you making no money? I don't understand that. I I don't understand how you how you're making no money when you 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 have an address, you have somewhere to live, you have utilities, and you know what I mean. You get an OnlyFans, bitch. You don't even gotta <laughs> you get naked anymore. Like we know this, right? So, you, I mean, how are you making zero money? That's what's weird to me. I mean, offer me some. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe maybe she's undocumented, maybe she's disabled. Who knows? Mm, okay, you know. Okay, I will, yeah, yeah, maybe. Because because I'm because I'm, I'm when I look at it from her perspective, I feel empathy, but I also feel empathy when I look at it from the homeowner's perspective, where it's like I just bought a house. There's a person living in it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like I don't know. That's not tenable. That's not a situation that can last. Right. I don't have the relationship. Whatever relationship you have with him, that ain't got shit to do with me. Right. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I can get cold in that manner where it's like, I'll help you out. I'll give you a couple of dollars, but you're going to have to get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. 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 You got to leave, bitch. And, and maybe we can throw in, make, work that into the closing deal or whatever. A couple thousand dollars go to this bitch so she can move. But you can't live here. <laughs> it's, a, it's also, you know, uh, we don't know that much about the previous owner's situation or whatever, but obviously he was ill. He was in the hospital and everything. That shit's expensive. Who knows if that was putting financial pressure on the people who were supposed to quote unquote inherit the house, you know, and so they needed to sell it to pay for a funeral, pay for medical expenses, whatever. I mean, you still got to pay, you got to yeah, pay taxes this, on that, on that property. You got to yeah. pay utilities. But this house sold for almost a million dollars. That's true. And I'm sure they all splitting it up, the family, they splitting it all kind of different ways. Obviously they weren't taking care of this nigga before. <laughs> you know what I mean? So maybe they, maybe she looking at it like y'all didn't give a fuck about him. I took care of him. Mm-hmm. Now you trying to throw me out on the street? Because okay, now you know what? Yeah, fuck it. They just being greedy now. Because because however because y'all could have easily took you know five ten grand off this damn near million dollars, gave it to her so she can go find somewhere else to stay. But y'all ain't want to and then split it up to have many ways you gonna split it up, right? Uh huh. But they didn't want to make that sacrifice. I can't believe they found somebody to buy the house with a person in it. You know, <laughs> that just that blows my mind. I mean, this must and it's not even a nice house. You know, it's not even like a great house. So, I, 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 you know. So there was a follow up to this where they interviewed the woman herself. Really? Um, her name is Nellie. 
Okay. Um, and says sometime around 2017, Nellie says she started cleaning the house every other week for the owner who had emailed her cleaning business. So she apparently used to own a cleaning business. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when she tried to leave, he was like, "No, I need you to. I need you to stay. I need you to." It seems like he was maybe a lonely old guy. Doesn't seem like there's anything like weird or anything about this, but right. you know, he offered her a place to stay. He lived in this big house. This place had like five bedrooms in it or whatever, right? So he let her stay stay there in exchange for like cleaning it or something. Uh, she says that uh, she and her daughter and their dog will be out by this coming Saturday, and says she has a place to go. So she was uh. a so she was she was asked to leave, and it seems like she packed up her shit and she left. Okay, but so you know that's fine. That's a happy ending, I guess. Yeah. So then that tells me that the family's shitty. Yeah, seems like it. It was shitty family. They ignored their grandpa, whatever, until he was dying, and they're like, "Ooh, a house! Get out, bitch!" Yeah. She was like, "I ain't leaving until he tell me to leave." Okay, I like it. And then then she's saying, you know, he's not in the house anymore anyway, so I don't even. She's like, I have no reason to stay here anymore. He doesn't need me here anymore. Yeah, and I might. I might just happen to leave a leave a candle burning <laughs> on my way out this motherfucker. Trying to be doing that bullshit. <laughs> might, I might leave a vacuum cleaner plugged into that shitty outlet that's behind all those oil oily rags. Right beside that stack of old newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, this has been BS with Brian Simpson. I will see you motherfuckers next week.